Welcome to the Hoopers Podcast. We back again, where you're gonna get real thoughts and opinions from your Hoopers favorite Hoopers. Okay, fans who love the game. Okay, of course, I gotta introduce my guys. You got the the Peel slash Durham legend, <laughs> Mister CT 905s in the building. Stop that, man. <laughs> um, man's a West End and East End legend, man. Stop That's different. that, man. <laughs> um, you got the hardest working man in show business. Just came <laughs> off a flight. Um, <laughs> straight into the podcast. Um, he had to go check his passport because he told me he was in the East End. So he got his passport striped at, at Yorkdale. Um, <laughs> hardest working man, my boy, Mr. MC Casey. Yes, sir. Um, and you know I go by Young Smith. Um, man, I'm excited to get back, man. My guy. Yes, I'm excited sir. to get back. We got a lot to talk about this week, guys. We got a lot to talk about. I'm going to jump right into it this week, though, because things are starting to, 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 to heat up in the league, you know? Um, our Raptors are going on a run here in Toronto and I'm excited, but if you guys had to work on a deal at the deadline coming up for the Toronto Raptors, what would that look like for you, CP? I got a couple, I got a couple guys that I think it depends. From what perspective are we talking? Are Raptors trying to win? They're trying to make the playoffs? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, that's sure, what we're right? doing right now. All we right. winning. We're healthy. Right. Pascal back. We, we we looking good. Two 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 all-stars. Yeah, hey, so two. <laughs> yeah, he better get in there, huh? <laughs> and to all my haters, Raptors are in sick. Check the stats. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> but, so, so what's that move? But, hey. Tell me that move. So, first I'm going after Mr. Demonis Sabonis. I think um, I think he adds an element to our offense that we're missing, which is playmaking from the middle of the floor. I think a lot of teams zone the Raptors from what I see. And we have a problem with that swing, swing pass, getting it from top of the key, 45 to the corner from the middle. Um, I think he would add that element that we need, which is kind of a replica of what Mark Gasol did when he during that 2019 run. So that's for that for that you're gonna have to give up a core piece though, I think. You might have to let go of OG. Uh maybe Malachi Flynn. Uh, maybe a pick. <laughs> I don't know the way Malachi's dad talking. I don't know if he's, oh, he's considered a core piece anymore, but yeah. Yeah, but he's you a got, you gotta, like, he's gonna like a get thrown player. into any trade that I think that we do. 100%. Um, I think we go after the second big Indiana has. I know he's hurt right now, so it's kind of I'm kind of iffy on it. A stress, a stress factor for a seven-footer is kind of scary. Mm. So I will – Miles Turner was on my list because of what he could do for the Raptors defensively, which is, you know, feed right back into their identity, right? So yeah. I'm not going to go too much into that because I don't think he moves because he's traded. So we'll skip over that one, right? Uh, here's one. Here's an interesting one. Marvin Bagley. <laughs> now you want to go down that experiment. <laughs> I would go down that experiment. What do you think? Okay, I would go down that experiment. He, uh, his ceiling. He is so skilled. Yep. He is so skilled. It's just the environment. Does the same thing happen for him in Toronto if he comes? That that happened for Wiggins in Golden State. Is it that kind of like transformation or turnaround? Is it just narratives that we don't know? 
What I would say to that is um, I'll take it a step forward in the sense that I agree with you with the atmosphere that he's in. Mm. I think it would be an interesting addition to the Raptors, but mainly surrounding our player development. Um, we've done a good job at developing guys and, and and getting them to play into their roles and having them work hard. Um, and that's one thing I could say watching some Kings games this year is that Mar- you never have to worry about Marvin Bagley working hard. Um, he's not always doing the right things, but he's constantly playing hard. I still think he struggles with pick and roll defense, but I think with, mm-hmm. with what we have around us, definitely um, he can be a piece and, and, and kind of be supported on defense in that way when you have all the length with Scotty, um, Pascal, um, um, OG. When, when you have all those guys with you, long, rim protector, strong, I would go down that experiment. I like that. I actually like that one a lot. That's why that's the (laughs) one I commented on. Because I think you don't. The way the Kings are going, I don't. I don't think you have to give up much for him. Malachi in the second round might be a little bit. They have a lot of of guards on that side. Yeah. Have Boucher? a lot of guards. No, We're no, not no. Giving up Boucher, Sacks, I'm not, Sacks, I'm not doing that for the for the Bagley experiment. Boucher, I'm not doing. You want to keep him for? You're gonna have to give up something to get something. Me, I'm not giving up a first round pick from Marvin Bagley. I'm sorry, he has to. He has to. No, because we talked about this before. Where I say the way we draft, I think our picks are very important to us. The 100%. way we turn around second round picks, what do you think we can do with a late first round pick? Right, oh. a, a late first round picks were OG. Yep, Pascal. We're Pascal. So hey, shout out Norm too. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then you got Freddie who go undrafted. That that's our core right there, and those are all late picks and undrafted picks. And then you add Chris Boucher to the to the mix of someone who comes off the bench for us and contributes. Like those are all late and undrafted players that that we've taken and molded and, and made into something. So I think picks are very, very valuable to Toronto, especially that we don't get a lot of high-quality free agents. Here's how I look at it, though. From a trade value standpoint, I think Chris Boucher has more value than Precious Achua. Yes. I think, but I also believe that Precious Achua has more of a higher ceiling at 22 years old and more fits our present core going forward because let like to be honest with you yeah pressure sure looks kind of you know but i think <laughs> i think that's because they're allowing him to expand his game when he was in miami it was set screens roll rebound protect the rim protect the paint that's it yeah now you get to you get to handle the ball i saw him wave off pascal what <laughs> <laughs> go in the corner i saw him wave off pascal go in the like corner. And and it's like the rap because of the character guys the Raptors has that's okay with them like he he Pascal went over there like yeah. you know it's like wow but that, that's that's another conversation for another day but just to continue with the winning I think quickly I think Raptors should go after some veteran help I say we bring back Terrence Ross for some bench scoring and I think or or we go and get uh, Aaron Gordon. Yeah, that's too that's, much. That's going to be a tough much. one to, to yeah. pull off on Denver. Who you got, Casey? No, no, no. Um, not, sorry, sorry, my fault. Not Aaron Gordon. Eric Gordon from Houston. Oh, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Okay, Eric okay, Gordon. That, yeah. okay. I think I said I know Aaron, he's right? going to be hot in the trade market. Yeah, yeah, he is. I think he's a good um, veteran help off the bench. Now, some of these guys, like you know, just researching like contracts and stuff. So um, Boucher, his contract 
Um, he's a restricted free agent at the end of this year. Uh, Tristan Thompson is also one as well. Um, that that's some guys you never know. You know Masai. He likes to you know undersized for bigs. The, yeah, well he likes <laughs> he likes the culture. You know what I mean. But uh, Marvin Bagley, you know I'm kind of I'm kind of frustrated right now because I you know have my fantasy team and I have Marvin Bagley <laughs> on my team and it says that he's injured right now and I know he's not and I know him and Fox are both on my fantasy team. I know that they're 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 going to be traded, and if Raptors go for someone like Marvin Bagley. Uh, he's 22. He's so young. He's really young, and he's 6'11", and he can do multiple things. Right? Are you but giving then, up, Casey? Um, at this point, you know, I was just looking at it. Davion Mitchell and Halliburton and Fox are the guards that are on Sacramento. So, you know, trading Flynn, I don't know if they would ex- like want Flynn. They would definitely want a draft pick. They're looking for a draft pick because I know with Fox, they want to get something back. Um, so it's tough. Like, it's in my really... opinion, Casey Flynn is in any deal the Raptors make. His dad has burnt that bridge. Yeah, that's why I said he's just gonna be thrown into. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's burnt that. Bridge. Yeah, he's gonna be thrown into the deal. I, to be honest with you, I really feel that you know, with with everything Masai does with trades um, or Bobby Webster, they always want to make sure they're play they're you know, their veterans are happy. And I feel like going Dragic, you know, he goes to Dallas. He, you know, they give him what he wants. And then we get back maybe a guy like Dwight Powell, just a Canadian flavor. Um, but another thing, you know, we we drafted this guy in, in the, with the Spurs. But, you know, it's just like, what do the Spurs want back? They want back someone similar. So um, something similar would be a Boucher, you know, to throw up in, um, in that uh, – uh, in Greg Popovich's system, right? So I would say Jakob Porto. You know, I've obviously heard names of Robert Williams, but Boston is not letting that kid go. Um, I wouldn't let that kid go. He's great. Uh, Miles Turner, they want first-round picks, but it's just like who's going to be that other guy that we give off to um, give off to uh, the Indiana? And obviously we're going to talk more about Indiana a little bit later. But, yeah, I'm saying Jacob, uh, Jakob Porto, I'm saying um, – uh, the kid on Dallas, uh, what's his, what's his name again? Um, Powell? Uh, yeah, Powell, Dwight Powell. Um, you know, Marvin Bagley would be nice, but you know, who, who knows? Those are my three picks right now. I know Rashard Holmes is over there as well, or they even they even may play around with Tristan Thompson coming over. We just need a big that can. We just need a big. <laughs> just need a big. <laughs> what about you, Jamar? What do you think? So, I like everybody's suggestions, and I'm gonna throw something crazy out there with possibly staying put yeah yeah and not doing anything at the deadline crazy um yeah that's crazy jamar and adding if anything adding small veteran presence to the locker room um i think we have a lot of shooting so i i see where you see a guy like eric gordon but you may not realize it but you got og putting up like three threes a game you got fred who's on a on literally historical stuff with how many consistent threes he's making per game pascal's giving you one gary trent jr is going off from the three-point line um and then we have stretch bigs who are shooting the three like crazy and it's really opening up this five out offense so when i think of a veteran presence um it's even tough for me to think of somebody but i do high value um someone like tristan but I think bringing Tristan home is the problem. Um, and I think that's where he wouldn't fit. In a dream world, 
I'm with you on Sabonis and, and Miles Turner, but I don't think we have what it takes to get them in terms of what we want to actually give up. So I'm looking smaller and looking at a, a team like Sacramento. Um, I think Bagley, because he's still young, lottery pick, still commands some stuff. I'm going to mess around with the Richard Holmes. Um, a good roller, switch out on bigs, very efficient, shoots it well from the free throw line, block shots, um, active, um, and doesn't need the ball. Doesn't need the ball. Um, and I think he fits right into the Raptors system in, in terms of moving and finally giving us a pick and roll option. We have a lot of pick and pops, a lot of stretch and space. I think he gives us a legit pick and roll option. Here's my thing. Uh, Richard Holmes, though, anchors the worst defense in the league. Now, my question to you is that is that coaching or is that Richard Holmes? That is they are starting a bunch of young guys and Darian Fox. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't understand where you can become a good defensive team with that personnel and there's been so much inconsistency even with him throughout his career and Marvin Bagley and a lot of the young guys there where shoot they they had the the little stuff with Luke Walton they move on from coaching um there's never been a system established there to to really understand and really know if those guys have a defensive even concept. <laughs> That's um, right. They, they don't even look like they have. You know what I mean? And or, they have so many guys in anything. and out the lineup, and so many guys who are on their roster who are not known for defending. Go to guys for them right now are Darian Fox, Buddy Heald. <laughs> and we're talking about defense, right? Um, so. That's, that's what scares me. That's what scares me about second players. Holmes, yeah, that's what scares me. Even Marvin Bagley. I mean, I look at the measurables of Mar Marvin Bagley and his age, and I more think like I can teach him. Not me, but you know, as a as a Toronto community, Toronto Raptors fan community, we could teach him. Yeah. But uh, Richard Holmes is twenty seven years old. He he makes us, and that's the thing. Our Raptors going to go into a, to the luxury tax to be a succeed in East. 15 each get out in the first round. That's why I'm about staying put. And that's why when you said that, it kind of it kind of makes sense. I wouldn't be. But the thing is, you can't preach to, to the Raptors that you want to win, though. Right. Where and that's uh, Raptors say they want to win to me when Nick Nurse is playing seven guys, 30 minutes. That's <laughs> bringing in the depth. But is that is that a do do we we, we want to win and be in the playoffs? We have to address address our bench. We have to bring some a veteran presence off the bench where you know you're guaranteed 10 to 12 points, 12 to 13 points consistently on the night where they're going to play defense and buy into what Nick Nurse is doing. Right you now, just described Eric Gordon. Right, exactly. Right now, the Raptors have their bench that they play. If Chris Boucher is not having an offensive outburst, which is found money. <laughs> He, the, the, the Raptors bench is scoring 10 points per game as a whole. Yeah. It's, it's, it's horrifying stuff. We, if we, if we're trying to get in the playoffs, we will get exposed. And I know the, 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 the rotation short in and the playoffs are a lot more physical and you need, you need that. Okay. To wrap this up. Cause I always like asking this question. Mm -hmm. 
Let's let's figure out what what is the Toronto Raptors record right now in the Eastern Conference. You told me they're the six seed. They're the six seed. I think they're twenty seven and twenty three or twenty eight and twenty three. I think it might be twenty six and twenty three. No, no, they're four games above five hundred. If I'm not yeah, they're 20, 20, 28 and twenty three. So twenty eight and, and twenty three. Hey, oh yeah, because they're on a nice. They're, they're looking look like now. the hottest team in the NBA right now. Don't so look now. <laughs> they're twenty eight and twenty three. Um, over under. Do the Raptors win 40 games this year? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Barring some type of uh, injury. If, pa- if Pascal Pascal and Fred keep playing at all-star levels, they keep if they keep positively leading the young guys, if the young guys keep maintaining their work ethic, I hear Justin Champagne, Delano Benton, I hear them talking their press conference that they go in the gym and shoot 200 threes before they do anything. If they continue yeah. on those type of trajectories, the Raptors by playoffs, playoffs this year is just going to be a learning experience. I, I expect us to be out in the first round. It's no problem. I expect a top. Depends who we match up depends. with. Depends. Depends who we match up with. The <laughs> matchup is important. But if Raptors are in six and Philadelphia is in third, that's going to be tough to. I'm home. I mean, Milwaukee's third, but anyway, 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 we're all going over on Raptors yeah, 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 40 yeah, games yeah, this yeah. year. Shout out, shout out my betting site because I bet on Raptors <laughs> on the over this year. I think they had to win 40 games. That's why I yeah. asked that. No, no, yeah, you um, that's good money. And then, um, where do we finish in the East? Top six. Top six? No, nah, you got to give me. Is it six, five, four, three, two, one? Okay, I'm, I'm getting ignorant. I'm going fourth. I mean, uh, actually, I'm going fourth. So you if got we, we make who a you move going before at, them. You got if if we make a move at the deadline, Bulls, Miami, Milwaukee. Oh, Nate, never mind. Cavs just got Karis <laughs> Levert. <laughs> All right, uh, I think we could. Yeah, Philadelphia is one Joel sprained ankle away from <laughs> from not being in the playoffs. Oh so, man, what so you I got, think... Casey? What you got? Where are we finishing? I feel like we stay where we are right now in seventh. Um, it all depends on what happens with uh, Mr. Kevin Durant. If he does come back and says, all right, we're winning the rest of the games for the rest of the season, because right now they're in six, they climb up a little bit. So I say we either seventh or six. Than that. Uh, uh, hold on. How does a play-in tournament work? Seven, seven, we gotta be seven through seven, seven through yeah. eleven. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, I think to be honest with you, we're we're fighting right now to finish fifth and sixth, and I feel like they're determined to do that with no injuries there. So I would say six actually. Okay. Remember what yeah. Masai said? Eh? He blatantly came on TV and said, "Play in for what?" He not <laughs> if 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 the Raptors are in a position to be in the play in, I think Masai sits Fred. I think he sits Pascal. Uh, he sits OG. He lets Gary go. He lets uh, Delano Banton and let the young guys let Scotty go, and we finish off the season. How will we finish it off? Oh, if you're in playing, if we're in the playing, the man already said playing for what? He's not. He doesn't have no time for that. No, nah, he already, he already he came can't, on. He can't sit that. those guys if we're in the playing. Huh? No, 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 we're no. talking yeah, about yeah, business. They, they were in playoff. They were in playing position last year. Nah, we're talking revenue business. Like you can't yeah. play you can't in for what? No, 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 sure. Get away from a, an impossible playoff. Yeah. No. Playing for what? Playoff man. series. Playing you know for what? You know how much cussing <laughs> you would get from that? I know you're crazy. Right now, but no, no, no. 
Messiah ain't that crazy. We no, love no. him. Play, we, play for it's what? It's unconditional. No. It's unconditional love for for Messiah. But he, he rather. He, so he rather that, okay, what's more important to you? Would you rather lose in the first round or get another pick? Um, what I would want. Yeah. <laughs> the way we draft, let's yeah. lose in the first round. Experience, man. Because, because, because the fifteenth, if we lose in the first round, that's what's the separation? What twelve and possibly fifteen? They always say, they always say between like in some of these draft processes, like they say, like between players five to fifteen, there's no difference. It, you feel what I'm saying? So like, no that's difference. why I'm losing in the first round. Okay. Yeah. Bet. So we're Bet. getting to the deadline, mm-hmm. and things are getting. Starting to spice up in the league, man. It's, it's been <laughs> fun to watch. You know, um, it's been a quiet season in terms of moves. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one that we kind of saw is the Knicks came in and was real sneaky. That Knicks Atlanta move where Knicks get Cam Reddish, Solomon Hill, 2025 second round pick for exchange for um a first round pick and some guy they drafted a while back named Kevin Knox. I don't know. Um, I think they threw in a bag of chips for the Hawks, too. It's uh, <laughs> so, so unfortunate, man. Kevin Knox, Kevin Knox fits all the prototypical NBA players, like 6'9", uh, length, athleticism. Is is it's unfortunate, man. He should be he should be a lot further along in his fourth year than he is. He's still only twenty two, though. You know, so yeah, he's young. I, I like I liked him coming out of college. Good length, good size. But I do think the Kings got away. The Knicks, sorry, got away with one. The Knicks, this was a sneaky, good move for the Knicks. Step in the right direction, grabbing Cam Reddish. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go with Casey. Give me your thoughts on this, man. On this, on this Knicks move. Um, I guess for the future, Cam Reddish is a great player. Um, to build with, you know, what he's done in, in, in he went to Kentucky, right? Now he was over at Duke with RJ. Oh, Duke, Duke, Duke with RJ. So you have and Zion, um, yeah, them three. You have that uh chemistry over there. Um, yeah, they, they got a steal, uh, they got a steal, but the coaching with the Knicks, uh, what's the coach's name again? Um, Tom Thibodeau, they got Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau over there. He, Thibodeau's really he's a tough coach, man. He came out and said, Hey, listen, I, the, the, the kid's not gonna just start playing. <laughs> <laughs> from the from the jump he don't he like young guys usually yeah yeah so from the jump he has to really work hard and you know i just checked the last couple of games that he's been playing and he's been you know playing what eight to ten minutes and he's been doing a really good job but kevin knox i guess on you know atlanta you already have deandre hunter there um you got other guys there I, uh, new york got the steal New York got the steal with uh camera are the are the nick is is, is tibbs and the knicks uh management on the same page you think <laughs> I don't know. I don't, that's a good question because that doesn't look like a Tibbs move. No, hey, you see what I'm trying to say? That doesn't Tibbs look like, like no. a Tibbs move. But to me, knowing the Knicks and the the New York culture, <laughs> I know they're very very passionate about their team over there. Knowing the Knicks, in some weird world, they feel like bringing Cam in, having RJ there. Bringing up that cap space. Um, there's, this guy out in, there's this guy out in, in, in New Orleans who <laughs> played college Zion. ball with him. Um, hey. Who's not too, too happy from what we're hearing. Um, matter of fact, the Pelicans don't talk about the fact that Zion Williamson 
still hasn't played a game this season, and we still haven't seen confirmation of his weight on a scale. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was he was he was working out on the um he was working out on the floor uh, a couple games ago, doing some shooting and some stuff like that. And he looks he looks a little like he looks out of shape. He looks like an NBA player that has a foot injury and has mm-hmm. been sitting at home. So I don't is know. he back from Portland? Because I know they had him working out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He was uh, he was this is just a couple games ago, and then you know, chucking chucking the men them over there, we're roasting him, and, you know, making beer jokes and that type of thing. But it's, it's, uh, but yeah, it's starting to get scary, man, with the Sion situation. But I do think that is the Knicks, you know, how Knicks always thinking like two, three years ahead. I think that's their long shot at Zion. We bring in Cam, we have RJ who's ascending right now. Shout out. Shout out to Mississauga native RJ Barrett. Um, playing really, really well right now for the Knicks. Hmm. Um, but you you have his two friends there, two college teammates. Um, he's not happy in New Orleans, hasn't liked what New Orleans has put around him, even though he needs to work on some stuff himself, in my opinion. But is that like a Zion to the Knicks kind of is is it sounds like believable in my opinion. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, Casey. If you are David Griffin, <laughs> yeah, Jamar, it's, piggy, it's, it's, piggy, it's piggybacking off of your 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 question, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you're David Griffin, Casey, and mm-hmm. I already think that Zion Williamson already went in there and is like, yo, <laughs> like yo, you know, you already know how this is gonna end. Do you do a deal? This trade deadline centered around Julius Randle. You're getting an all-star back to pair with Brandon Ingram. Right? <laughs> you 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 have you don't you don't have you don't you don't have a guard, right? You may, you're missing out on a guard, no problem. But you get you have Julius Randle and Brandon Ingram as building blocks. Does that entice you to come off of Zion Williamson that you know you're probably gonna lose anyway? And and of course it's gonna be Zion Williamson plus. I mean it's gonna be Zach, uh, what's the name again? Randall. Julius Randall plus, <laughs> plus 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 players plus picks. Remind you, Julius Randall was an NBA All Star last year. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to beef this up a little. No, nah, <laughs> they're not making that trade, man. They're not. They're not doing it. But, no. but, but you're what, losing Zion. What do you? Yeah, what do you have to lose? When when when, when, yeah. when you losing Zion? You're losing Zion in the next. They're, they're, I don't think Zion's the super max max. Um, it doesn't matter. You can, he's not you can throw now. in all of New Orleans cuisine for the free. Yeah. I don't think he's staying. <laughs> Gone, Casey. Well, you got to take some. We gonna you gonna take something. I'm Where just was trying. Julius Randle playing before? Lakers. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> why I was laughing. Yeah, yeah no. He was in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, no, New, I, I swear no. he was there with Brandon Ingram. Yeah, yeah, but but he's but he's coming. Julius Randle is coming back a different basketball player. Okay, I think him and I think him and it's it's time for the the him and Knicks breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. After he said what he said about the Knicks fans, didn't he? Uh, didn't he go at them or something like that? No, no, no. What he scored a ba- he scored. I think he scored a basket. Yeah, and they were booing. He, he did. He did a sign, and they thought it was like you know he was probably doing some sort of sign language to the fans, and the fans probably took it a different way. But... Yeah, they, they were booing one night, and he did that. Yeah. Uh, so, so it was directed at them. It's time for a breakup. It's in in perfect Knicks fashion. I know they have a lot of new people in front office personnel, but they they definitely bombed this last offseason. 
to think that they went with all those small little contracts and, and bringing in these these guys to free up space for the big year of 2023 summer. Yeah. But they did mess up like to think like who ended up going to some of these places for the money they went with when you think of guys like Damar. Um and who they that that's just a way better move than than what they've done. But regardless, in Knicks fashion, even with new management, I'm just seeing them Knicks as an organization. You don't mean to tell me you can't tease them into saying, give us Julius Randle, a couple first round picks. <laughs> sure. And Knicks don't say, yo, we're just gonna roll the dice on Zion here. For sure. 100 percent Yeah, but it's tough. They they might they'll squeeze into the playing every year. For a superstar, what's the criteria for a trade? An all-star player, young up-and-coming player, and, and draft compensation. Yeah. That is the Julius Randle is a perfect framework for Zion. Julius, Julius and I think, I think, I think, I think, I think New Orleans right now, New Orleans gets better with that trade. What I would say is let's talk about something relevant. <laughs> <laughs> we here discuss. Let's talk about a trade that I think is a little bit more relevant. I don't even All think right. it's relevant for this year. Well, it's relevant for different reasons. The Clippers and the Blazers. Really, this was a fun one. Um, the Clips get Norman Powell and Robert Covington, Mister Rocco, yeah, for Eric Blitzel, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and the Pistons' twenty twenty-five second round pick. To mention, because I know me and CP talked about this offline when we first reacted to this, Norm just signed a, a five-year extension for $90 million. The Clippers' core is locked in for the next five years. Yeah, because yep. you said you said Paul George and Kawhi signed their extension. They just they just read up last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. If, it could be this year or last. Yeah. Those guys come back healthy. You got Norm, Kawhi. Roko, Roko, my bad, but Roko's going into free agency. But say they bring Roko back, yeah. You go Roko, Marcus Smart. I mean, not Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris. Marcus, who else they got over there? Uh, Reggie, Reggie. Um, who else is there? Um, their top seven, Zubak, yeah, Kennard. Yeah, they kept their young guy, the the, the young guy who's been playing well for them, Brandon Boston. Yeah, Zubac, yeah. like they have, a, they have a good team over there. That's they have solid... the, they have the depth, they have the length, they have the athleticism, they have the wing defenders, they have the shooting. Plus, you have the guy that you have two guys that if when it comes down to it, hey, get me a bucket. Yeah, they, they, Damn. this is an obvious. They won that trade. If anything, by far, I'm pissed off being Eric Blitzer. Where it's like, yo, stop. Getting me just to give me away, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, let me second hey, second go around with though. the Clippers, and uh, he ends up at a a depressing Blazers organization right now. Casey, let me ask you a question, man. Right now, you're Damian Lillard sitting at home with a torn torn abdomen, <laughs> and you go on your phone and you see that these guys traded your half of your depth. Nope, can we those are two it? starters. Half like half they of traded the rotation, two starters. guys. For, 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 for three guys who come off the bench for, for the Clippers. I mean, yeah. I mean, Justice Winslow, I mean, maybe he, maybe him. I know he was okay. But no, you don't barely even playing over there. Just, this is LA. just sad for Portland. You don't even get a first round pick out the deal. You don't, I mean, Clip, <laughs> how, how do you, hey man, that's. Damian Lillard has to take control. 
That's know, before horrible. when Lamarcus Aldridge was there, they're like, you know what, we gotta restructure and build this team, and this is not working. And <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've I've heard with CJ, I heard you know CJ McCollum being on the block, but for Damian Lillard, it's time to win. And you know, did he sign his extension, Damian Lillard? No, 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 no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. He, I think he's in the, the middle of the Supermax, the first one you signed. The, he, Supermax, yeah, man. the first one you signed. At this Lillard. point, Damian Lillard looks like Khloe Kardashian. He is the most faithful person, most loyal person I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the Blazers man, are legit yeah. Tristan Thompson. Jamar, right Jamar, 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 how you know? How you know Chloe was cheating? Man? It just didn't come out. It Jamar, right? Right it just didn't come right out. Now, Jamar, right now, right hey, now. Shout the, out Tristan Thompson, man. Don't do my boy like that. <laughs> right now, the Blazers, the Blazers are Tristan Thompson and and, and Damian Lillard is Chloe Kardashian. Like, no, don't worry, it's all gonna be okay. Jeez, I trust Jamar, them. They're gonna man. figure it out. I want to be loyal to this this situation. I want to. I'm gonna Jamar, I'm gonna welcome do Eric Blitzo, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson with open arms, and we're gonna didn't, win this. Didn't, didn't they just fire their GM too? Yes. They gotta fire this dude too, man. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. There's no you I can't even you you didn't get you can't tell me you're trying to tank because you didn't get any future assets. So what was the purpose? I uh, yo check check this, yo. Remember they came off they, they came up. off Norm's contract. So remember what remember what that's they not gave enough. He's making Norm, he's Norman making... Powell. They remember what they gave no, for up for Norman Powell. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not even gonna you talk about I mean? that because I feel yeah. like it's, it's a crazy. nice little quiet thing that we got <laughs> yeah. Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, yeah, we're lucky. We're coming you know. off of a couple 30 point games, but like think about regardless. that. You guys they gave away Gary Trent Jr. for Eric Bledsoe. What like I just don't understand what is when it what when is it all, the, when what it all you, circles down. That's what you got for Gary you, Trent Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson. <laughs> Who's Keon Johnson? Not you. <laughs> that's, that's my guy. He's good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh I man, know I don't. Know. Oh, I don't get God. the Blazers. That, man. that that's best. That's this. That's the best trade. Of the and this so this far. this is this isn't a slander pod. You know, we just we just gotta. This I just don't bad. understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. It's bad. Let's, it. All right. Again, let's move on from what's irrelevant. <laughs> it's actually relevant for the Clippers because I think it builds their depth for next year, mm-hmm. keeps them afloat this year, just in case we get a sneaky Paul George Kawhi return. You just never know. Um, yeah. Kawhi's not coming back this year, though. He tore his ACL. I'm leaving it open. You just <laughs> never know, okay? Even Easy. if it's just Paul George, that team doesn't get to the second round now? They do. Right, so it's it's a little sneaky, little sneaky move. They do. My favorite move, man. I enjoyed reading this because I'm a big fan. The Cleveland Cavaliers. First of all, the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2022 are good. Um, I'm proud of them. Uh, hey, they're 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 they they shout out at the SBs. They should get team of the year. Yeah. Like shout I'm really, out, really shout proud out of Kevin them. Love. Shout out Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah, shout out Kevin Love's playing good basketball. Darius Garland, all star. Jared Allen playing like an all star. Um, young rookie and Evan Mobley. Man, just a good team. Just a very good team. They're playing hard. They play smart. Um, they play the right way. Um, and I, I've loved to watch it so far. But them adding Karis Levert, and they get a second round pick from Miami, and they're giving up the injured Ricky Rubio. 
a lottery protected 22 2022 first round draft pick which is important it's lottery protected and a 2022 second round pick from houston and a 2027 second round pick from utah i think all of that was worth it for karis liver yeah 100 percent. that solidifies the Cavs as a for sure playoff threat you now have a and i have a question after this for you jamar yeah um that that now solidifies your gives you a, your playmaking gives you a secondary playmaker secondary ball handler that could operate in a pick and roll along with Darius Garland I mean that's going to be a dangerous backcourt but yeah. my question to you Jamar is what happens with Colin Sexton <laughs> didn't he have a torn uh, meniscus hey man you're asking someone who's not the biggest Colin Sexton fan I wanted him out of Cleveland before this year I thought he needed space for Darius Garland uh I've been on record um, McCasey's in some fantasy groups that I'm in this year, and I, I, I legit said that Darius Garland's gonna have a breakout year. Yeah. The Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna be good. I didn't think they were gonna be this good, but I knew they were gonna be good. Um, are we? Are we over? Over like? Are we? Are we setting up Cleveland the way we set up Atlanta? In terms of uh, expectations, because now this is the same story. This happened the same thing with Atlanta. There's they're the surprise team in the East. They go. They make their. They make their Cinderella run in the playoffs. Yeah, Casey. You look like I want you to answer. (laughs) I think. I think Cleveland is above Atlanta. They don't have a guy like Kevin Love in terms of an OG in the in in the locker room. They don't got. You had Gallo. um, You had Gallo. Yeah, yeah. I know he. I know he's not the same. Where's he been? What's he done? Like no. Lou Williams is highly respected by his peers. Where's he been? What has he done? Lou Williams. In terms of like Six man NBA of the year, but NBA finals, yeah, yeah, I know. Like we're talking but guys. Do you think, like, do you think the Hawks were talking NBA championship, or do you think they're just happy to get where they got to? I just think to they're be happy relevant. to get where they got to. But yeah. regardless, yeah. I think you're leaving out the most important thing, which I re- think why Cleveland is not the Atlanta Hawks. Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a rookie. I, I, I already have him. I rather have him than John Collins right now. Bro, so, do you so guys, I'll just go do, through it. Do, do you rather have Evan Mobley for the next five years or John Collins? Um, it depends on the system you have John Collins in. I we're mean, going with we're going with you because let, let me tell you, let me tell you right now. If you put if Evan Mobley comes in in his first year right now, is expected to do what Jared Allen is doing, he's not the same player. But see, and that's why I was going to add on to it. So, would it, you it, rather Jared Allen for the next five years or Clint Capella? Jared, Jared Allen. Allen. So. Their core to me, and now you just added Karis Levert, is way and better that than that Atlanta core. That they I don't think Kirsten. I don't think Clint Capella is part of their core. I think it's Inguke Aguko. Why do we say his name? <laughs> yeah, I, I like that kid, and I think that they're probably going to move on from Capella. But j- yeah. that's just to say, like Cleveland's core right now, we're talking about Jared Allen was a potential All Star this year. Yeah, um, Mobley right now, if he's not Rookie of the Year, he's two. Um, agreed. Agreed. Like a young, a young guy like Markinen, who's twenty four, came from the Bulls. We like, forgot about him. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, we yo, forgot about Markinen. They yo. still got Seti Osman over there. Um, that I like his game. Um, I like the uh, there's that Isaac kid. I can't remember Isaac Oroko. Like they, they, Okoro. Yeah, Okoro. and yeah. they play the right way, man. It's coaching. It's just I, I'm curious to see. What this Darius Garland Levert backcourt is gonna look like? Because I'm excited for it. Because it's highly skilled. 
Mm-hmm. It's it, they shoot the ball well, and Levert doesn't get enough credit for being a three tier scorer. Yeah, he doesn't um, do it consistently enough. Yeah, but now he's in a situation where he's he's gonna have some amazing pick setters. I could I could argue with you and say that Sabonis as well as Miles Turner created a lot of space for him to get downhill, a lot mm-hmm. of space for him to get to his mid range game because he has a good mid range game, right? Yeah. And I know, don't get me wrong, I know he 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 had a little didn't he have like a leukemia scare or a cancer scare or something like that that they found, right? Yeah. So I know he's going through that. I know he he's just coming back from COVID too, like he's now getting back into it. So maybe that's why I'm seeing that the consistency wasn't there, but. Uh, the Cavs, just to just to touch on your point, man, the Cavs team, that was a great move by the Cavs. Um, I understand why Indiana did it. Obviously, they're having a fire sale. A shout out Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fire sale. Having a fire sale over there. You can right? have a player. You yeah. can have a player. You can have a player. <laughs> Indiana looking like Oprah, yo. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So so that so to me, hey, that's why I think like just a little bit off topic, man. Just to get back to this Sabonis, you, you, you don't you think that Indiana takes draft compensation for Sabonis? Would you rather have Sabonis or your first round pick? Damn, I don't. To be honest, I don't know what the market's going to be for Sabonis, and I think he's a hard piece to trade. I don't because think so. he demands he demands enough because he's an NBA All Star and he's a he's a changer, but he my, moves the needle. If you ask me where I want to see Sabonis, mm-hmm. it's it's a weird place. I'm just letting you know. Uh, Jamar, I like your basketball takes. They are weird. <laughs> I want to see him in Memphis. Ooh, he gives you a secondary playmaker. I want to see him in Memphis. Um, I think Ooh. him, Jaron Jackson Jr. can can, can be, gives him another playmaker besides Jaw to go besides Bain, who can stretch the floor and shoot it. Um, bring uh, Stephen Adams off the bench now. Um, even though I do think Steven, and I said this in our fantasy group too, man, mm-hmm. Steven Adams was going to do wonders for John Morant because he's literally the best pick setter in the league. Crazy yeah. space. Where it's like, man, I, I thought he was going to do wonders for John. You're seeing it. But if you add Sabonis to that team, another playmaker plays the right way. They play hard. Oh, team that's, first guy. That's, that's, I think that's what makes them a potential championship team like this year. Yeah, but so who are you giving up, Dylan Brooks? You're gonna have to because you're gonna have to give up. <sighs> I didn't want to say it because he's my guy. Like, you, I didn't want to say, it, but yeah, that's I'm giving up Dylan Brooks and some draft picks. Money seems to be about the same. I can see how you could do that. Uh, how old is Dylan Brooks? Same age with Sabonis. <sighs> that's my trade right. Twenty four, I think. Dylan Brooks, twenty four, right? Twenty five. Because they, like they've just they've just gone and proven that they can win without him. But you Without don't. Dylan. But you don't know. You don't know what Dylan you're going to get back. So I don't think Indiana, unless there's because the unless unless Memphis is dropping like five first round picks, like what the Clippers had to do for <laughs> Paul George. Unless it's something like that, then you know, then no that's problem. Just, that's just my pipe world dream. That's, yeah, that's, no, no, that's, that's a that that would that would put again. I think Sabonis replicates Mark Gasol in a lot of ways offensively, defensively. Yes. Uh, you know, Mark Gasol like, was a defensive player of the year. He, the way he guards the paint, the way he communicates, mm-hmm. and the way he, at his size, the ability to move in space from the mid post, guard the mid post, you can't replicate that, right? You see when he held Joel Embiid for zero points. 
We all witnessed it. Yeah. Right? We all witnessed it. Mm-hmm. But offensively, and Mem- and I think Memphis is this kind of similar to Raptors where they have the guys around him to uh, make up for his mistakes. What about that uh, rookie, or he's a sophomore now, Golden State? I feel like uh, a Miles James Wiseman? For Jay's Wiseman. And I don't know if Golden State has anything going on Ooh, over there with draft picks. That's, but... that's a little sneaky little move. But here's my thing with point... James Wiseman. He has proven to not really understand how to play he's, basketball. But I think this is strategic for the Golden State Warriors. I think that, yo, they've been saying that guy's been ramping up activity and he's close for like like months now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're just not playing him on purpose. Send him he doesn't fit. I don't want you to see him. He doesn't fit. But you can't. I want you, you to can't. just remember him as a top second round pick at this point. Like he's like, like, I don't even want you to see him. Like, I think this is becoming strategic for them. I want here's my thing. I want to say that he just doesn't fit in their system just based on his age. Mm-hmm. Their system seems really complicated. So, uh, like with all the picks and the pin downs and the backdoor cuts and the screens, I could like their motion offense must be woo, right? So yeah. I don't, I don't, and I, to this day, I just don't think he got it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> see, I'm a, I just don't think he one, got it. One year in, man, he's he's still young. He's yeah, still but young. Man. yeah, but they young. don't. And it always don't. takes bigs a little bit longer sometimes, man. Yeah, but they want to win now, and he's not a win now player. Like you said, okay. like. You know, right? I look Here's at him like question. a Marvin Begley. Here's my question. Because we, we talk about we, we ended up talking about a lot of players on the move. Mm-hmm. If you had to who who in the NBA right now, you get to choose. We're gonna go with two players. Two players you want to see on the move. Don't matter where you just want to see them moved. Move on from your team. What you got, Casey? <laughs> two players you just want to see on the move. They don't have to, they don't have to, doesn't have to be a specific team, just two players you want to see move. I want Ben Simmons gone. From <laughs> I want him gone, man. Yeah, I want him gone. Talk and about it. Nah, bro. Like, I just, I just feel, oh, for me, I'm a bit selfish on my fantasy. You know, I have him on two of my teams. Casey, how you keep picking? You're picking up all these fantasy guys. Yo, this playing. I'm hoping somebody reads this and hits them. Bro. Dog, you know, I even seen, I even seen, oh, James Harden is going to be, obviously, they're not going to trade the man because that's a really big trade. And to bring Penn Simmons over there, like, I don't know, hopefully he knows how to shoot free throws, but I need him to be gone. And, you know, I was pretty pissed when Sacramento said, yeah, we're dying down the talks of, you know, moving Simmons. And, you know, I would want Simmons to be gone. And um, <laughs> the two guys on uh, Indiana, I want to see them uh, in a winning situation. Oh, so Turner. I would like to see Turner gone. And, you know, Sabonis, unless they want to build with him and say they want to stick with him, but I know Sabonis is not happy. He wants to win. He wants to feel that playoff. So. Come to Toronto, but, baby. That's going to be a tough one. But. <laughs> All right, CP. Who you got, man? Who's on the move for you? Number one, and I'm surprised Casey's not the first person that came out your mouth, but get Goran Dragic the heck out of here. Yeah. Gone. Whatever you got to do, we're paying that man $19 million to sit and watch Miami Heat games and drink juice with the fans and chill. That's crazy to me. There's no way. (laughs) There's no way. You don't respect our organization. There's no way. So he's number one. And number two would be Ben Simmons, of course. Like, I seen um, Daryl Morey came out and said that 
he expects just to trade uh, Ben Simmons and James Harden straight up. <laughs> Which, hold on, is that crazy? That's not crazy. Ben Simmons is really good. <laughs> Don't let Ben Simmons is really good. Let's not let he's a franchise altering player. Yeah, quote me on that. Okay. That's fair. I like those two players. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the first person I'm going to say is, since you've already said Drogic, I'm going to leave him out of this. Yeah, yeah, all right, fine. I know he's partying in Miami right now. <laughs> it's uh, crazy, man. <laughs> CJ McCollum. Um, okay. I think with Dame Hurt, um, that will spark the whole full-on Portland rebuild. Um, I want to see CJ out of Portland. I want to see him playing well. I'm a big fan. Um, I think he deserves it. Um, hard worker. And it just it it will kickstart the Portland rebuild that needs to happen. Yeah. Um, and I would say the second player that I clearly want to see kind of on the move is Sabonis. Um yeah. just because I want to see where he gets if Raptors, it would be nice. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hey. I want to see where he gets dropped off because I do think he he's someone who changes your franchise and he can be sure. that extra inch to a championship team depending on where he goes. Um, so those are my two guys that I want to see on the move. But I, I really want to see CJ on the move. And I saw that Casey talked about one guy being on the move. And we kind of all said it. Ooh. <laughs> We're going to talk about this Ben Simmons Harden situation. Um I'm going to tell you guys, because I know we've actually, we've argued about this for a while now. <laughs> and it's, it's starting to heat up again where I've, I've always been a person who thinks James Harden's not going anywhere. Even in the offseason, I don't think he's going anywhere. I disagree I with that. I think he's he's talked about flirting in free agency because he's never been a free agent before. Everyone keeps saying, trade him now or he'll walk. I don't know if people do a lot of research. The only teams that will have cap space in the summer are the Orlando Magic and the San Antonio Spurs. Greg Popovich does not look like the perfect coach for James Harden. <laughs> and the Orlando does not have enough strip clubs for James Harden. So <laughs> and when you when you put those two things together, um, he has to cooperate in a sign and trade. And when you look around the league, What's going to be better for him than Kevin Durant? Why would he like it? Just doesn't make sense to me why he leaves. Jamar. Um, but the only trade that does make sense to me is this Harden and Ben Simmons. But I don't see it happening till the summer. I don't know. Tell me, t- tell me something different, CP. I don't see it happening. But if it happens, it's not happening at the trade deadline. Sorry, McCasey, your fantasy team stuck. <laughs> hey, because you, yo, you seem like your team in last place, man. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, we're not. not in no, last. I'm, nope. I'm not in last. I have a, I have a solid team. You know, this year before we get into Ben Simmons and yeah. Harden. Sorry, this is the little fantasy takeover. <laughs> um, I have, you know, in fantasy, it's been really tough. You know, COVID has stopped us a lot. You know, a lot of injuries. A lot of guys have been cussing. We have a lot of guys. You know, trading players. There's some off trades. There's some good trades. You know, McCasey. I just want to finish top three so I can get my little change back and you know 
we start the season next year. Right, so, you so know what I mean? So just trying to just trying to break even and start fresh, you know. So it's a keeper league. But anyway, Ben Simmons and James Harden. All right, okay. <laughs> hey, he seemed like he needed to vent there, Jamal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, had, a, he's had, had a tough season, man. Had a he's tough had a season, rough man. season. There was one time I looked at Casey's lineup where like he had like fifteen, like like ten mans active to play, yeah. and none of them played. <laughs> I just need All so certain guys. Certain guys, as I said, we need Miles Turner. You know, if he's in Golden State, I would love yeah. that. That would he got, help he has my Miles team. Turner, ben yes. Simmons, Rosier yeah, was hurt for a bit. You Rosier, got you got, got yeah, Brown, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown. Luka, you know, I got Stephen Adams. He can't, he can't Yo, shoot free throws. Crazy. You know what I mean? I just got Marcus Smart, so the team is actually looking pretty good. But just Marcus Smart, for Casey, the... you get guys that put up numbers. Man. It's CP, no, don't no, 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 CP is we don't play fantasy, fantasy, so stay out of this. Okay? Right, my bad, my bad, my bad. He's good. He's good for steals. Since Boston moved into the point guard, Yo, Casey, Casey, you're getting us off topic with your. Anyway, sorry, Ben Simmons. Hey, yo, my back. Bad had trauma there, yo. Why you bring up trauma for yo? Tell me, tell me this Ben Simmons Harden thing. Do you like it? Do you like it? Hey, Casey, my bad, man. But hey, yeah, Jamar. To be honest, um, just just I want to ask you a question, Jamar, in regards to this trade right now, because you talk about why who's better than a partner to have like Kevin Durant, right? Let me let me. I mean, I'm this might be a hot take. I don't know. In my opinion, I think James Harden thinks he's just as good as KD. Yeah, and, I think he thinks that. Yeah, and I think like I think for him, it, it already wasn't a natural fit. No, okay, it's a fit because two, all three of those guys, to their own extent, are natural hoopers. So it's no, it's work. a natural fit. They just yeah. never play together. That's the thing, right? And yeah. I think <laughs> I think that James Harden. I mean, he he, in his eyes, you. He, I don't know. I don't know what he thinks. I don't know. In my opinion, I think he's leaving at the end of the year. I think this is a good trade. I think um, Ben Simmons can replicate Jim's, James Harden's playmaking. So you're still able to have Kyrie <clears throat> and James and um, Kevin Durant off the ball, right? Uh, I think James Harden... And Joel Embiid's two-man game would be head and shoulders better than Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, right? Two two-man game. So I think both teams, I think I think Brooklyn automatically automatically becomes a better defensive team. Yeah. Automatically, because that guy can guard five positions. Yeah. Um, Him and Katie would be a terror. I think I'll I'll be honest with you. I think I think Brooklyn wins that trade. I don't want to say I, that, I think Brooklyn wins that trade. Because I want him to like fleece him. Like I want it to like I want him to like I, think, I want him to take a step forward. Like, oh Ben yeah. Simmons hasn't played in a while. We're gonna need um yeah. we're gonna need Ben Simmons, Stiebel, and a and a first round pick for Harden. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Ben Simmons is Draymond Green on steroids. And ben Simmons needs money right now. He's, he's broke. <laughs> what, Casey? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yo, Casey, no, right. Casey, 19 million fine, he gave up, man. He's fine. The man is fine. Money, man. The man is fine. Money on the, table. the man is fine. The man I is do fine. like the trade. Um, I just don't think it's going to happen at the deadline. If mm-hmm. it does happen, it's in the offseason. And I still think it's a stretch. But um, if it does happen, I do like it for Brooklyn. And I do like it for Philly. Um, I just don't see Brooklyn supporting 
another team in the East to get better. As much as they're getting better, I just don't see them cooperating to do that unless James Harden legit says, I want out and I want to go here. Um, And I don't think he's going to do that personally. I think he's just going to go flirt with a couple teams at the end of the year and be right back in Brooklyn. But it all depends on how much they win this season and if Kyrie decides to get the the joke. Um, if, <laughs> we'll if, if, if Brooklyn doesn't make the playoffs, what do you say? No, that's not going to happen. If Kevin Durant comes back, <laughs> I don't even think that happens. If Kevin Durant doesn't come back, I think, think they so? get it together. You know, I think they get it together, but Katie come back. Everybody forgets that. Yo, when he went down, they were damn near the number one seat. Yo, he's a difference maker, <laughs> right? Like he went down and they were damn near the number one. He's seat. He's a difference but, maker. Speaking of Kevin Durant, um, I know we we constantly talk about um, what these guys do on the court. Um, and here at the the Hooper's Paradise, um, we wanted to make it a point to to talk about sometimes what these players do off the floor and and some of the the moves they make in the community, some of the the investments moves that they make. Um, and it's important to us just because we look like them, and it's good to see. Um, other people who look like us um, kind of like balancing out that meter and, and, and giving us something to strive to. Um, and I think it's so cool in, in the generation that we're in that kids get to see and get to like be a part of a lot of these off the court situations um, where before it was just about playing basketball. Like the off season in the NBA is damn near more important than the NBA season at this time and yeah. what these guys do off the court. So if you guys don't know, uh, we do have jobs outside of this. Uh, <laughs> and our man, MC Casey, the reason why he's the hardest man in show business, he, he's a financial <laughs> advisor. And he's he's been blessed. Um, and we're blessed to, to be able to have him to take us through like some investments that some of these guys do off the floor. And, and I think he's going to start with our guy, Mr. Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. Talk, I'm- talk to me, man. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys really quick. You know, one big thing, it's a little funny uh, thing I want to <laughs> mention is, uh, you know, if uh, Ben Simmons does get traded to Brooklyn, there's going to be a lot of investment opportunities for him. Um, <laughs> right now, he's only invested, you know, he has endorsements with Nike and he has this, uh, he's invested or um, is a partner partnered with a wine company i think it's called penfold so he's not making much money so he definitely needs to get over to brooklyn and make some change uh extra money but in talking about um mr ben simmons wine definitely age as well because it it, it don't it don't play it just sits there (laughs) no thanks um no but when we think about investments man uh kevin durant he's a man that works in his off season um, he has business partners uh, such as like Rich Climate. So they have a, a company called 35 Ventures. And uh, as we all know, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Durant's, um, his net worth is about 170 million, right? And if you want to, like, if you guys break that down, like, what do you think that is broken down into? So, so what, do you, what do you think? What are your I, thoughts? Well, I'm thinking contract Nike. Um yeah. NBA contract. Yeah, I know he does um, that production stuff because I, I watch one of his shows that yeah. he kind of like. That's that's about it. I know he does yeah. the production stuff. Yeah. So, um, CP, what about you? You said uh, NBA contract. Yeah, NBA, um, Nike. <clears throat> um, I'm sure he must be in, in invested in some type of real estate. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And I know that was yeah, a big reason sure. why he went to Golden State, right? That was a big reason mm-hmm. why he went to Golden State with some investments opportunity down in uh, Silicon Valley. And I'm stuff. sure. I'm sure he's invested in some type of tech. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. So, so CP, as you said, you know, tech is like what's growing in terms of the investment world right now. But when you think about his endorsements, um, he's, uh, you know, he's a part of obviously Nike. You know, Nike has like 300 mil for the next 10 years. And I'm pretty sure there's a retirement package for him. And I think it's about 50 million when he does retire from the game of basketball. That's sick. Um, he also has an endorsement to the NBA, uh, NBA 2K. So 2K, I don't play too much, but I'd hopefully I'll play in the future. I used to play back in the day. But anyway, uh, General Electric, most of our cars are going to be away from gas and going to be all electric. So that's good. But biggest thing investment wise is, you know, from uh, 2016, him and Rich Kleiman came together and uh, started this company called 35 Ventures. And they've invested in uh, 75 or more companies. And these companies have been... Uh, in tech, as you said, Christoph, early stage and startup companies, right? So uh, one company that he invested in was Postmates and literally uh, Uber purchased or bought over uh, Postmates and he invested 1 million and that 1 million turned into 15. So what do you think he did with that 15 million? He reinvested. <laughs> and now that's literally how his business and obviously his investment company, which with his business partner is growing. Right. So for us, you know, in our lives, in terms of when we look at any sort of investments, whether it's in tech, real estate, crypto, whatever you whatever you name it, when you make money, then the money you receive, that interest, you go and invest more, right? So now, obviously, when you look back in the day at, you know, certain big names like Iverson and obviously the stories about that, I know, Jamar, don't come after my neck because I know that's your dad. Um, you, we want to make sure that, you know, yes, you bless the family with, you know, what they need. CP. But you want to also know that at least, you know, 30, 40, 50% of your income, because I know the NBA guys have expenses. Yeah, Yo, hold on, Casey, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> my dad, bro. I've been saying this since I was yeah, a kid, we said you know it is. It's my dad, yo. You know what I mean? So Don't make me break um, down trauma on this oh podcast, yo. Sorry, man. I'm gonna break down this trauma. As a kid, I met I met this teenager. I was I was a youth, yo. So you know, he's like I, I grew up without a pops. Sadly, you yeah. know, me my pops wasn't around. And this uh kid in high school came to me. He's like, bro. I grew up without my pops too, so I just I just made up whoever I wanted to be my pops. <laughs> so he told me at that I'm point sad, in time. <laughs> he told me at that you point in time when I was a kid. Um, I can't remember who was popping at the time, but I think it was like he's like, "Yo, Jim Jones is my dad," <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, bet AI." I know Jamar, but AI's we, been we, my pops, bro. We big men now, you know, like just Casey calling the man your daddy. He's supposed to be. <laughs> That's why I switched it up. That's my pops. My pops, bro. It's not my it's not my why you gotta say daddy for yo. That's my pops. But go ahead, go ahead. I know I know he made some bad investment things back in the day. He had a big entourage, you know, blew a lot of his money. But I know he he's getting he's getting that bag. He's getting the retirement bag with Reebok pretty soon. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. And it's coming. But you know, when we look at guys like LeBron, uh, have you guys heard about the pizza name? uh, it's called Blaze Pizza. Yeah, I had yeah, some Blaze so, Pizza literally yo, they, like two they weeks just ago. Opened, they just opened one up in Vaughn Mills. Fam. So, yo, Blaze Pizza has about 300 locations. I think 300 plus in North America, right? So that's who LeBron is invested in, right? So uh, Durant did the same thing, and he invested in a pizza place called Pyle GP, uh, Pizzeria. 
and he went the same route, right? So most of these basketball guys right now, they're receiving their money. And now you have either a business partner beside you that's educating you on saying, hey, listen, you need your money to make money for you, you know? And obviously the best thing that these guys are doing as well is they're giving back, you know? You see LeBron James, he has the um, his little uh, foundation as well, but um, Kevin Durant also has his foundation as well called the Kevin Durant Charity Foundation where he builds courts. You know, me and Jamar were talking about that the other day in terms of all the off-court uh, off stuff that these most, most of these guys do, right? So, yes, they make money. Yes, they invest. But the biggest thing that they do is obviously give back, right? So, um, yeah. I think what shocks me about what you've said so far is all those investments don't seem like unrealistic. When I think like millionaires... I wouldn't think like, oh, they invest into like a pizza company or like it always feels like they're investing into things that are unrealistic for for the everyday person. So it's good to kind of have that information because you're thinking if these guys are getting like top advice from some of the some of some of their business partners who've been around the game for a while and can kind of like project things like it's it's interesting to know, like KD just invested into a pizza company that now I'm interested in like why? Like why why this pizza company and why does it look like what what are they expecting in the next couple of years? Um, obviously, I can't invest some millions, but uh, no, but you can you, can you can get started. <laughs> look look at a guy like Shaq. You know, I know this segment is a is not too long, but look at a guy like Shaq. Right, you know, first time I ever tried Five Guys, I was in um, where was I? I was in, I think, Washington, right? And then getting to know, okay, there's many guys that own franchises, but this is how you put your family on. I want you to run this franchise, right? Yeah. And running a franchise, to be honest with you, we all can do it. We just have to have good credit and obviously have money saved up. If you have 100 or 150K, go buy yourself a franchise. Yeah. It's just, you can come together with a team, you know, a team of friends, your family. You want to change your family's life. You can do the same thing that these NBA players are doing, what these athletes are doing as well, man. And shout yes. out Chad Ochocinco. He just yeah. said that he, ha he has three McDonald's franchises that he owns. That's Yo. big, man. I just love it when when they – it's it's just – it's inspiring, right? Because um, some of these guys come from some pretty tough circumstances and, and fighting the same battles that we're fighting regardless if they're millionaires or not. They're fighting the same type of battles we're fighting at our workplace the way they're fighting it at their workplace. Just people don't yeah. consider the NBA a workplace. Like they forget that like that's their job and they got to jump a lot of the same hurdles that we jump, that we got to jump at our workplaces and, and respect when LeBron or some of these guys speak and it's like, yo, just shut up and dribble, right? Like mm -hmm. you forget, like they battle some of the same things we battle regardless if they're millionaires. Yeah. So now I appreciate that, Casey, man. And yo, man, matter of fact, man, let the viewers know because you got the financial advisor thing popping. Let them know your, your the IG where, where you where you kind of post that stuff and, and can kind of give people further information. Is this a double yeah. shameless plug? Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah, double shameless plug. Take it away, Casey. You can't make uh, it away, so boy. I'm like, yo, yo, go throw your, yeah, go throw your like stuff that. out there. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like on, that. On, on the personal, uh, my Instagram is uh, Mr. MC Casey, as you guys see on the screen over here. But uh, if you guys would like to see any sort of uh, additional investment, uh, uh, just I guess educational things just to learn about your certain like it's something that's a bit that big that's big that's coming up is tax season right so follow myself at mccasey cador slf 
um we'll, we'll put it up uh on the screen um uh, later hey, Jamar, on get but... that up on the screen real quick yeah yeah yeah, yeah hardest yeah, working yeah. man in show business right, help, get help that up spell, on the screen, man bro. because we didn't even know how to spell hooper's paradise so help me spell <laughs> uh m-c-k-s-e-y um and that's dot kador c-a-d-o-r-e s-l-f and um that's on instagram that's a left at the end yes that's a left at the end oh man oh man okay don't don't laugh at me man that's like some accounting mm. acronym i mean like he a phd or something yeah. no no <laughs> that's it right there casey oh Leah. Well, well we'll fix that later but <laughs> oh my gosh again. what did you say <laughs> yeah like my first name <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm gonna just take nah, that joint, take that joint off, man. I, I, I I'm not even. A I didn't plug, hear man. you properly. It's all love. <laughs> hey, Jamar, close this out, baby. Jamar, close this out. It's all love. Hey, hey, before before I close this joint out, it was it was definitely cool chopping it up with y'all. I wanna I wanna do send a quick shout out to our guy Tev. Um, yeah, play the yeah. creations. Follow up. Play the creations. We try and throw in a shameless plug every week, man. Number two. And, and Tev Tev does his, his his he's a chef in the city in the GTA. Uh, has a lot of pop-up shops. Um, check out his page, man. The food is. Hey, we shouting out Tev right now. Hold on, we shouting out Tev right now. Yeah, yes, man, that yes, food yes. is delicious. Make sure you guys go follow up the IG page if you're hungry in the JTA. Hey, Tev can hook you up. Caters events. He's incredible, my man. So huge shout out to Tev. Um, no, I'm gonna leave that up actually. Yeah, leave that just up just to make sure yeah, y'all just up. to make sure y'all y'all really follow that up, and that's at. P A P L A T E D underscore C R E A T I O N S. That is plated creations. Yes, man, it, this was fun, man. I love you guys, bro. I had a blast. It's yeah, a pleasure. This was a long time coming. Yeah, this was fun, man. I love you guys. You know what? Before we before we check out, I didn't get to check in. Man, and, and it's important for us. I know this is what we do as friends all the time. When we when we get together, man, CP, man, how how you living before you check out, man? Check in before you check out. Just quickly, how, how you doing mentally, man? Physically, I'm good, man. I can't complain. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's doing well through these tough times. So uh, there's not much I can complain about from a mental health standpoint. I'm okay there. Uh, physically, men's leagues is coming back. So we're getting back. <laughs> men's league. Shout, hey, Casey. Shout out Flipside, Men's League. CP Bucket. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm trying, buckets. Jamar. I'm trying. I'm trying. I changed my game a little bit, you know? <laughs> but I'm trying. So I'm, I'm good on that front because, you know, we get to be back in the gym and we get to have some bit, get that, those competitive juices that I wound up, get that out. Yeah. And um, business wise, my business is booming. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, brother. Yeah, you know what? Make booming, sure, yo, drop, let people know real quick the business that's booming quickly. Just throw it out there. Oh, man. real quick, man. I got a clothing line coming, Immunity Co. We'll talk more about that. Hopefully, one one of these weeks, Casey can let me be the shameless plug. Yeah, <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. He taking two for himself. <laughs> um, Casey, how you feeling, man? Let me know, brother. Bro, man, you know, uh, staying healthy, eating healthy, you know, being consistent with uh, card, not to say cardio, but just keeping your body moving, especially at a time like we're in right now. It's been really tough. You know, my body's sore. Um, we're all out of shape, or we're trying to do as much as we can. You know, I'm putting on my long johns to, you know, <laughs> take, you know, one or two mile walk outside so in terms of the physical again myself back 
um but my body's sore so i will tell everyone make sure that if you start working out please stretch please do some yoga or pilates or something uh business wise it's been great it's just you know um just fitting as much clients as you can within your schedule just having that balance so business has been good it's just more uh just finding more balance for myself to relax but um and then other other than that everything's good family's good and um can't complain on my side just sore just love sore it, it, what about love you jamar it, yeah. i know i i know you got some 360 waves on there <laughs> hey Fred, wave check real quick <laughs> I got a wave ah, check real quick. I'm going to hit y'all with the wave check next time. <laughs> Life is good, man. I always say, man, um, as you guys know, just welcome my son into the world, man. And it's been a, it's been a cool experience. He, he's kept me he's kept me at a 10 for the last four months, like nonstop. I'm always on 100 with him. So I appreciate that. Um, class of 20. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to do the math from now. Yeah, I'm playing. Um uh, so mentally, I'm in an amazing space, man. It's, it's hard to to be upset around little men. Um, physically, um, it could be better. <laughs> I'm going to hit the men's leagues real soon. I'm going to get back into this workout life. But I've been so locked in on the business. It's going well. Um, got some things coming. Um, just finalized some stuff to work at a clinic as a supportive counselor for some athletes. So I'm, re I'm real excited, man, to, to kind of tap into that and be able to work with 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 young men and, and women athletes uh on a mental level um so i'm very excited for that so things have been great man that's what's up man that's good, what's up appreciate it um we finna check out from our viewers though man make sure you guys check in with with each other um follow 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 hey, up below the instagram follow up twitter. twitter instagram at hoopers paradise with a backwards three i told y'all we can't really spell but but y'all will figure that out Make sure you like and subscribe. Um, man, we finna be here, man. I hope y'all I hope y'all enjoyed it. Here. And we'll check in another time, man. We out. Just love, man. Love. From your Peace. hoopers' favorite hoopers. We out. <laughs>